It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining me today, as he does every Monday, my good friend and co-host on News Talk WA and I, Lindsey Crosby. How are you, bud? Man, I am well. I'm doing better than our friends are in Louisiana, thinking about them with a yeah, hurricane coming. Absolutely. Um, but I'm doing well. Sweet. Ready for this week. It's game week. It's game week. We made it. The offseason's behind us, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Obviously, Auburn's open practice was on Saturday. We'll touch about that. Brian Harson put out his new media schedule as far as when fans can expect to hear reports um, from media about his comments, as well as a bunch of other things that we're going to have going on for you today. Today's show brought to you, though, by our friends at Fetch Me Delivery. My uh, my wife and my child, we, our family, we went to the open practice and we got home Saturday afternoon. We were spent, we were exhausted. We didn't want to want to uh, we didn't want to go back out for food, and so we uh, we used fetch me and had some um, some awesome Asian cuisine brought uh, brought right to our door. So use promo code local meal to get some uh, some money off if you uh, if you've got uh, a family that you need to feed, they will take care of you. Good local folks. So go to fetchmedelivery.com or use their free Fetch Me Delivery app. All right, Lindsay, the biggest storyline coming out of the uh, the open practice, in my mind, and it's not really being written about a bunch, and, and I'm looking at message boards, and I'm wanting to see more conversation about this, but it's not really there, so we're going to talk about it first thing here. Shedrick Jackson appears to be the starting wide receiver in the group of three where it's Demetrius Robertson, Javarius Johnson. Those two are not a surprise at all. And then Shedrick Jackson appears to be the third guy. How about that? He's the third guy. He's playing the outside. And it's something where if you had told me the end of last season, sorry, that these three would be our starting wide receivers, I'd call you a liar. There's no way anybody saw these three guys coming. One of them, Robertson, wasn't even on the team. Right. But like, Shedrick Jackson, obviously, I mean, he's done everything he had to do to get that starting spot. Uh, You know, it comes, you would think that Zevion Capers or Elijah Canyon would have been that guy if it wasn't for him. So you have to wonder how that second team shakes out. You know, we've got, five guys there competing for three spots. But 
right. super proud of what Cedric Jackson's done. He's been there for a while and he's put in this time and he's being rewarded with a chance to start. Yeah, and we talked about his leadership. <clears throat> I, I I knew he would have an impact on this team, but I thought it would be doing the little things like being a role player and, you know, stepping up in the locker room and being a leader by example kind of thing. But, man, he's really, I mean, it sounds like he's won this job. And I think it was Hokinson on the Auburn live message boards he talked to someone where it's like, it's those three guys and there's a drop-off and the tier below them. It's like Malcolm Johnson Jr. and um, Zevion Capers and Elijah Can. Those are going to kind of be the guys that will rotate in. But they're going to start with those three dudes. And I tell you what, I mean, looking at 11, Shedrick Jackson running around on the field on Saturday at the open practice. I mean, he looked a little leaner to me. He looked a little bit more athletic and quick. I mean, normally he's kind of been your more physical wide receiver because he's kind of earned the reputation of being a really good blocker. And when I say earn mm-hmm. that, he really, really has earned that. That's kind of what the Malzahn system used him for. Um, almost to where he kind of, and, and I'll, I'll say this, I think I'm guilty of this, I almost pigeonholed him as him being a blocking wide receiver opposed to a guy that catches passes. And that's not his fault. He was just doing what he was asked to do, but... He looked really quick to me out there. And so props to uh, props to Shedrick Jackson for winning that job. It sounds like he's going to be on the field with a first among the wide receivers uh, against Zachary this Saturday. And if you had to, like, if you had a chance to grill Harson on this, I bet you he'd probably point out that that blocking helps because we intend to run the ball quite a bit. Sure. With Tank Bigsby and Sean Shiver. So they appreciate the fact he is a good blocker. That may have been like if if it was close, that would have been the tiebreaker. I, as we heard, it wasn't yeah. really close. Those three guys are the top three guys. You've got that second tier. And then that third tier, you've got Kalen Newton, um, Kobe Hudson, a natural wide receiver, but you know, right now running with the third team. And then Tavares Dawson, who wasn't participating on Saturday, from what I heard, I wasn't there, but right. uh wasn't out there. But it's one of those you know, Shedrick Jackson's going to bring, he's going to be able to use that blocking to, you know, seal the edge there for us. But you hope he can catch some passes too and see what he does. And we just forgot that he had, that's part of his game. Right. And it's going to be interesting because you, you want to see that second tier of guys. And you just mentioned a few of them, but guys like Capers, guys like Canyon, because now with this offense, while assuming those three guys that we're talking about stay as the starters and the key guys this season in the passing offense, Robertson and Jackson will be gone after this season. And you don't want to be in the situation you were going into this offseason where it's like you lose all of your receivers. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore, which is nice because they've got so much depth. I think there's going to be plenty of rotation there. Starting is just kind of um, a way to kind of see the pecking order. And obviously there's a pride thing in that. But obviously it's can you get open and can you catch passes consistently. You starting doesn't necessarily make you the best at that. But... Um, I, I'm excited to see what all they do. So, Lindsay, I know you followed the practice closely from home with with, with the weather and stuff. And by the way, most <laughs> there was there there were not a lot of folks there. So, um, in fact, like as soon as it started, it started raining fairly hard, and then it would stop for five minutes and it'd be like scorching hot and humid, and then it start raining again. So, you may have made the right call because there really wasn't a lot of information out there. But as far as you following along from home, I know uh, I know Ferguson. Uh, with the Auburn Observer, he had a really good kind of, you know, live question and answer thing going on. As you're repping, if you're watching on YouTube, you saw it. But, uh, yeah, on the podcast, uh, Lindsey repping the Auburn Observer koozie. Jay Ferg obviously does a great job. But 
What did you see? What did you see kind of sitting from home? What were kind of the talking points that the media was putting out to folks that were not able to attend? So a lot of what I saw was talking about, one, Jarquez Hunter. I heard a lot about just him being the clear third back. You know, he he fumbled, but other than that, looking really good. Lindsey, uh, that, that is a built boy. Holy yeah. crap. That guy is jacked. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's definitely going to make an impact on this team sooner rather than later. But everything that I was hearing from fans were like, we didn't realize how massive he was until we got here. Like he, when you talk about his measurables, he doesn't sound like it, but he's a big dude. So I was hearing a lot about that. And then I was hearing a lot about, um, about some of the defensive backs, especially the safeties talking about like, I think at one point in time, smoke was on the second team while Zion Puckett by Darius Knighton were starting. And so it seemed obvious to me, those are the three guys at safety and they're going to rotate them through plenty. I'm sure we'll find a situations to do three safety sets, but for, for by Darius Knighton to get into that rotation as quickly as he did uh, is kind of surprising. Cause like I mentioned last week, the question was him jumping up in talent level. How would he do? Obviously he did pretty well. He looks great. He moves around really, really well. Donovan Kaufman, to me, passes the eye test as far as like how quick he gets from point A to point B. I don't really care how fast he is, but as far as just moving where he needs to go to a spot, he gets there fast, and so that's what you want. Um, obviously, that's going to make him valuable in the kick return game. Donovan Kaufman and, and Sean Shivers were named, or, or at least they lined up and returned kicks. Those appear to be the starting guys there. And while we're on special teams, we already mentioned Javaris Johnson. He appears to be Auburn's leading punt returner. So all that information, we kind of assume some of that, especially Javaris Johnson and Sean Shivers. I think the Donovan Kaufman thing was a wait and see just to see how the, the coaching staff would use him. That's what he did at Vanderbilt in his limited playing time there. But uh, it was good to see pretty much all of that all but confirmed going into the season opener. Yeah, and then hearing about Bo Nix just looking a little more solid. I saw that from home. People were tr- were waiting yeah. to count the interceptions, and they didn't happen. And granted, it's an open practice. It's going to be a little more vanilla. But the fact that it was somewhat adverse conditions and Bo made the right decisions with the ball, didn't turn the ball over, it has to make you feel good going into Akron week, knowing that that had been a point of concern with the previous scrimmages. So right. seeing that from home made me smile a little bit. It's like, okay, okay. A lot of situational work, but he's not throwing interceptions. He's not fumbling the ball. He's making good decisions. I feel comfortable with, you know, how well he'll do the first couple weeks of the season. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Sweat Block. Sweat Block is doctor created and doctor recommended. Works up to seven days per use. It's like a wipe and, um, yeah, you, you apply it to your underarms after uh, after you shower and get ready for bed. But uh, they have what they call the dry shirt guarantee. Sweat block doesn't keep you dry. You can get your money back. So this will help you keep your shirts in good shape as well as confidence if that's something that, that uh, you deal with. But if you or somebody you love is dealing with all of this, tell them to check out Sweat Block. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com. You can use promo code LOCKEDON to get that 20% off. Or you can also go to Amazon or CVS. But to get that 20% off, go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. 
See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Lindsey Crosby, um, a lot of folks kind of asking about the offensive line, but the group that we saw, they're still missing dudes up front. And so, like, I don't really know if what we saw up front matters. But Coffee was up there, um, which is interesting. You also mm-hmm. saw, um, I mean, Brahms continues to be the staple at, at center, but it doesn't look like Council or Ham were there. So it's just kind of like, okay, we just got to wait and see. Because I, I, I believe both of those guys will be starters. Yeah, it's hard to to pick a starting five and not have those guys in there. So I think this is something where they probably know what they want to do, but they're still mixing and matching a bit. They're still probably dealing with a little bit of guys either who are still out or just came back and maybe need to reacclimate to you know to the the effort. So they kept them right. on a practice. Um, it's good to know we have plenty of options. It's good to know that they at least have done that prep work. If someone goes down, they know where to plug a guy in and who's going to fill what spot. Exactly, uh, and th- and that they've worked together more than you know three snaps. But you do kind of as a fan, you do kind of want to go ahead and see that five and be like, all right, these are the guys. These are our five guys. Um, how close are we to being concerned that they're going to rotate during the game at Akron? Uh, I don't love that idea, but I think from a long term. Over the course of the season, you need to do it. It's a blessing that you've got Akron and several cupcakes other than Penn State in the first four weeks. So I think that's um, I think that's something you can do in this situation. I don't think you can do it week three against Penn State, but I think it's fine no. for you to do that early. Go in with your best guess of who you think your your first five guys are. Hopefully, you score in you know several of your first few drives. And then you can um, kind of experiment and play around after that. Kind of put some things on tape. Also inspire competition. Say, hey, guys, keep fighting for these positions. But I I wouldn't say it's a concern. Do you think it would be a concern? Now, if they open with Penn State, I think it's a totally different situation. But the fact that you don't is really, while it's going to be kind of boring in the third quarter on Saturday, or it should be, um, I think it is a blessing. I think the timing of all of this is really, really good. Yeah, uh, don't tell Akron it's going to be boring. They're here to win the football game. Yeah, they are. Uh, But no, um, it's going to give us something to watch for. You know, the 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 offensive line nerds and you know the the depth people who cover the team going to give us something to watch for how they mix and match. Uh, I do wonder if it'll be something like kind of like you said, just build the lead early, get there, and then at that point start putting guys in, or if it's a if there's a possibility where, you know, first, you know, first drive, here's our five, second drive, we're going to change a piece out because we're still trying to decide between this guy and that guy. Right. You know, I think that's entirely possible as well, just kind of given how much they've mixed and matched, especially at, you know, some of these spots that that's a possibility where they may have two starting fives, but one position's an or, and they're checking to see which one's better. Um, either way, schedule works out to get that done early so that, we have a five locked in for Penn State. Can't afford to do that against a quality opponent. Yeah, you're right. And they've got time. So that'll be good. That'll be good. And hopefully, you know, with these guys missing time, it may take them a little bit to get back, you know, into shape, depending on, you know, what all they're dealing with there. So going to leave that purposely open-ended there. But, yeah, as far as, um, as, far as other guys that stood out to me, I think um, 
Marcus Harris looked really, really good. He's wearing number 50. I know we haven't really seen him in an Auburn jersey yet, but we saw him on Saturday. He looks good. I wore 50 in high school, so anybody that wears 50, I automatically love a little bit more, but he looks really good. Who else on the... Oh, I wrote about this on AuburnWire.com. Zacchevious Walker looks really, really lean. He looks really, really powerful, and so that's, um, that's another guy that was moving really, really well and kind of had force and purpose whenever he moved that always stands out to me not a whole lot of wasted effort and wasted motion that's very very good um and then Ekuliota, bigger than I expected him to look but um I really liked what I saw there too I think he's going to be um really really good his first step is very enticing a tad inconsistent but when it clicks, man, he's uh, he's got a motor on him as well. So, Ekuliota, th- those were kind of the guys on the defense that stood out to me the most outside of Donovan Kaufman. I very much see Leota as being one of those guys who he's got packages, and we throw him in there in yeah. specific packages. We kind of minimize what his responsibilities are early, let him use some of that talent, and then when we see everything start to click and the mental mistakes aren't there, not saying he has mistakes, but you know, technique and cleaning that stuff up, when that gets more consistent, then you gradually widen that and you look at something where, you know, next season he may be a starter, but this season he's more of a specialist package situational guy. Um, you love the physical traits. I I saw a picture from Saturday. I'm like, okay, yeah. Some some of these guys are a lot larger than we expected. Uh, Marcus Harris still looks a bit odd wearing a 50. He's a big dude to be wearing 50. Don't diss the 50, um, brother. Not, not dissing 50, dissing, I'm just... Making a point. It's a little interesting. Yeah, you know, it's uh yeah. The big guys look better in the nineties to me, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. With um, fifty, I'm thinking either interior offensive line or like a stand up linebacker. I'm thinking some sort of like undersized center is usually what I think of when I think of fifty, or I think of a guy with a you know, with a collar roll, uh play, you know, play a middle linebacker who has his jersey too short and he's hitting dudes way too hard in practice. I get that. That's my two things. I I get four for 50, not a, hey, not a defensive line. Speaking but. of the collar, Desmond Tisdall had his collar like covered up, which is awesome. <sighs> Takeo Spikes is the inspiration for all of that, and I'm glad that somebody <laughs> brought it back. You got to have it. It just doesn't feel like SEC football without having a dude with the big collar roll, especially covered up like that. That's exciting. Uh, I, I did yeah. not see pictures of that, and I want to find them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I've got a bunch of salted caramel Built Bars in my fr- uh, in not my fridge in my uh, in my pantry, as well as uh, I'm almost out of the Rocky Road. I hope they still are selling those, but uh, a, a limited time flavor that they have there is probably my favorite. But love the salted caramel. They always have those as well as coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, ton of flavors. Something for you, pistachio. I still, still think they have that promotion going on but uh oh all these bars very high in protein very low in calories all delicious go to built.com use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your first order promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com also game days here if you want to get in on the action betonline.ag is the best place to do it auburn is a huge favorite against akron if you think they're going to cover Go ahead, sprint over to betonline.ag before that line opens up more because I think most people are taking Auburn to cover that. Um, but yeah, go to betonline.ag, use promo code Locked On, and you can get a 100% welcome bonus. 100%. Double your money at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook book 
experts. All right, Lindsay, I want to talk about um, kind of what game week is going to look like um, throughout the season. So typically last year, the last eight years, Malzahn spoke to the media on Tuesdays. Harson mm-hmm. is talking to the media Mondays uh, from the look of this schedule. Monday's at 1.30, and so expect stuff to come out um, Monday afternoons. I was seeing Tom Green of AL.com tweet about this. Still kind of assume that Monday is the off day for the football team um, because we get players, uh, they just say midday on Tuesday and midday on Wednesday. And um, then Wednesday night, Tiger Talk moved from Thursday to Wednesday. So Tiger Talk's at 6 o'clock on Wednesday at Baumhauer's, which we are at every Monday night. So We played at Baumhauer's. Uh, yeah, love Baumhauer's. So th- th- that's something fun, something a little bit different. But all in all, Harson will make his return to the office, as many people listen to this on Monday. So today, and on his first day back, he's going to do the press conference. I'm sure he'll talk about being away. I'm sure he'll talk about his thoughts on the open practice, and then obviously getting ready for Akron. Yeah, um, as of Sunday afternoon, the line is 37 than over under a 55. So they're expected Auburn to dominate here. I'm sure that, uh, I think that we cover that. has, do you think we cover that? I didn't think a few weeks ago that we were going to cover that. I was a little too concerned about the offensive mixing and matching. I think now we'll probably cover that. I see Auburn covering 37 simply because I see Harson wanting to come out and just make a statement, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he wants his first game to be a no doubter. There is no, I mean, he does not want anybody to have to pay attention in the fourth quarter. So he wants right. this game to be, you know, I mean, he's going to be pushing. I I expect us to put in second team guys. I expect second team to be pushing because they know if they play well on the second team, they can get playing time. Right. And so I expect him to do aggressive substituting. I expect these guys to really, really push the offense and the defense. And I think we'll cover the 37. And I think we'll probably. Over under 55, I think we might see an over. I think we score 50. So, yeah, I would take the over on that, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly thought it'd, I thought it'd be higher than that. I would, if, it's, yeah. if, if they're thinking we're going to win by 37 and the over under is only 55, they're not expecting much out of Akron. I really, right. I really think it'll be, I mean, I think we'll drop 50 on our own. So, it's, I'm definitely taking Auburn to cover and the over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? Uh, what else is going on? I mean, obviously, game week is here, and I'm still figuring out exactly what we need. Thursday is going to be like the crossover day for other locked on shows. There's not a locked on Akron that may shock you. So I am stunned. <laughs> locked on zips. Um, so we got to figure that out. But we're going to keep our guests the same, other than Thursdays. Thursdays will rotate each week. We'll have a special guest each week. Um. But uh, but other than that, yeah, like I will um, Tuesdays we'll recap what Harson has to say. Wednesdays last year, and I'll probably do this with the War Report guys. Lindsay is um, we'll go over like the top individual matchups. That was always something that people really really liked, and so a lot of people are listening now that didn't listen last year. But Akron will be a little tricky, but I'll find like the top five or six best Akron players, and it's like, all right, for what this is worth, this is a matchup that is important than more than other ones. So. We'll probably Who's do that good on, on Wednesdays. Um, yeah, their running back's good, but I think he was dealing with legal trouble, so I don't know if he's back with the team yet or not. we got to look <laughs> into that. And then um, and then Friday, we'll obviously just uh, preview the game. And on Mondays, we'll recap everything. So, yeah. I mean, 
we, the hard part is over. Now we actually get to talk yeah. about real, real football, and I, I cannot wait. And Saturday slate is lined up, so you're you're not going to hear a lot of Auburn Akron talk um, next week unless you're coming here. Uh, very, there's very few places talking about it just because um, there's just there's so many good games on Saturday, so many good games. Yeah, week one of college football is loaded. Um, I honestly, like you said, I'm going to be listening to this just to get anything about Auburn because we're not going to be anywhere else. I'm not even sure. I haven't even looked yet. I'm pretty confident we're not going to be on one of the standard channels. We're probably going to have to, you know, use your app or ESPN three or something for this. I haven't I, even looked, I but I think I'm we're ESPN plus. I think we're ESPN plus. So there you go. But it's fine. We'll, we will make it reminder. There is football all weekend. Because of the holiday, mm-hmm. so we have. I mean, there's game. There's games on Sunday. There's a game on Monday. So there's plenty of football all weekend to watch, um, and it does start on Wednesday night, actually, in Montgomery with UAB versus Jacksonville State. So this is a long week of football. Starts on Wednesday and goes all the way through next Monday. Auburn I'm so Akron excited. is uh, is on ESPN Plus slash SEC Network Plus. So you got to pay for that. Do the free trial, folks, if you haven't done that already. But uh, yeah, we're going to cover it all this week. We're really, really excited. Do you watch any Week Zero stuff? I So every year going into the college football season, I get so excited. And then I remember it's like, gosh, I always forget over the course of the offseason because I talk myself into it. But most college football games aren't close. And I forget that every year. It's not like the NFL where pretty much every game is close. It's so like all the Week Zero games, like as we record this Sunday afternoon, like most of the games yesterday really stunk after like halftime. Yeah, week zero was very much like the preseason, like like the NFL Hall of Fame game, where I'm very excited and I turn it on, and about 15 minutes in, I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah, uh, it was fun to laugh at Nebraska. Nebraska's awful. Um, you know, happy Scott Frost day to those who celebrate. Uh-huh. Uh You know, Hawaii's going to be a very bad team this year. I I have no idea how Hawaii scored 10 points. They mm-hmm. looked awful. And then I caught. I woke up to um the end of San Jose State Southern Utah and it was just it was a complete blowout there right. too. Um yeah, it's I do want to shout out New Mexico State scoring a whole 3 points against UTEP. I believe Alabama scheduled New Mexico State, so they're looking oh. for a look they're looking for a challenge this year. I don't week 0, man. I, I mean, you I'm glad, love it I'm until glad it's it, here. until you have it. Yeah, but it's just kind of like It's like whatever. it's like the dog that chases the car. You catch the car, you're like what do I do with the car? Right. Right. I'm so excited for week zero when he gets here, and I'm like, what do I do with this? It's Nebraska. UCLA over LSU is, is an interesting thing. I've said it all summer. That's been my like week one upset. And UCLA looked good. It may have been Hawaii looking terrible. I can't tell. I couldn't tell. That's that. the question. So we'll, like, we'll know a lot on Saturday, though. I've been there with you on the UCLA-LSU game, and that's why I watched some of that game. And I just don't know if Hawaii's that bad or if UCLA is actually decent this year. Yeah, and we'll find out on Saturday. But I think that, like you said, I still think it's going to be a win. I don't know if they're going to cover, but I think they're going to win. Yeah. Lindsay, how can people find you and hear you, buddy? I am at Almond Banker on the social and in the Discord. And you can listen to me 7 to 9, Monday through Friday on News Talk WANI. I'm on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show's on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And you can read all of my work at AuburnWire.com. It's a Charlie Tuesday tomorrow. It's Charlie 5. Joins us all that and more coming up this week on Locked on Auburn.
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.